Mexico, 4.5 trillion peso 2021 national budget hurdles the Philippine House of Representatives. The Philippine Health Insurance Corporation accused of mismanaging over 153 billion pesos in a period of five years. We'll talk to Commissioner Greco Bellica of the Presidential Anti-Corruption Commission for more on the allegations. And the Philippines' task force against COVID-19 will finalize today guidelines on the easing of local travel restrictions. Good afternoon. I'm Rain Musni. Dayline Philippines weekend begins right now. After four days of marathon sessions ordered by President Rodrigo Duterte, the House of Representatives approves on final reading the 4.5 trillion peso 2021 national budget. 267 lawmakers voted in favor of the 2021 General Appropriations Bill, which seeks to address the economic and health impact of the coronavirus pandemic. Only six voted against the bill. Well, no one abstained. As mandated by law, the Education Department received the biggest allocation with over 754 billion pesos. The Health Department's budget, meanwhile, includes an initial 2.5 billion pesos for the procurement of COVID-19 vaccines next year. The approval comes just days after lawmakers ousted Taguig Representative Alan Peter Cayetano as House Speaker and installed Marinduque Representative Lord Alan Velasco to the post. Mabigat po ang ating pinagdaanan bago tayo nakarating dito. I commend you, my fellow representatives, that despite differences in viewpoints, we have proven to the Filipino people that we can actually work together and get things done. Mr. President, Mayor Sir, we present to you a budget for lives and livelihood. Ito ang tunay na budget ng bayan. In an interview after passing the budget, Speaker Velasco allayed concerns over possible pork insertions in the spending plan. We made sure there is a constitutional budget based on the decision of the Supreme Court. We are all lawyers here. Actually, I am a lawyer, and uh, we are making sure that there's no pork in the said budget. Lawmakers have until October 19th to submit their respective proposed amendments to the bill. A soft copy of the budget bill will be submitted to the Senate by October 28th. Not everyone, though, is happy with the House-sponsored 2021 budget. House Deputy Minority Leader Carlos Zarate again pointed out that despite the COVID-19 pandemic, next year's spending plan is still geared more toward the Duterte administration's infrastructure push than improving the country's health care system. He says out of the 1.1 trillion pesos allotted to the Build, Build, Build program, only 2.3 billion pesos will be used to build hospitals and health centers. Zarate also questioned the 19.1 billion peso budget given to the National Task Force to end local communist armed conflict, as well as Section 67 of the bill, which see or gives President Duterte the power to realign funds during a state of calamity. Congresswoman Janet Garin, meanwhile, urged her colleagues to augment the proposed budget for the Departments of Social Welfare and Education, as well as that of the Commission on Audit. 
House Minority Leader Bienvenido Abante Jr. also dismayed over the lack of funds provided for the health sector in the 2021 budget. As it stands now, Abante believes there isn't enough funds in the spending plan to address the COVID-19 situation in the Philippines. While the government has sought to present a budget that, in theory, addresses the needs of our nation during this pandemic, there have been instances wherein the intended objectives have not been backed up by proper allocations. We are also perturbed, Mr. Speaker, by the inability of the Department of Budget and Management to revise the budgets of key agencies to reflect the demands of the pandemic. Sa taong ito, nasa 82 billion pesos na ang nagastos ng DOH sa COVID response. Napakalayo po ito sa 13 billion pesos na nasa 2021 budget ng DOH para tumugon sa pandemya. Mr. Speaker. Abante also made a surprising move after his speech about the national budget. Abante announced his intent to join the majority bloc of the lower chamber just a day after he said he was ready to yield his position to ousted Speaker Alan Peter Cayetano. That is, if Cayetano is interested. Abante served as minority leader for the first 15 months of the 18th Congress. I have full trust in the new leadership in its pursuit of a legislative agenda that is not only pro-people, but more importantly, responsive to the need to provide effective and sufficient interventions to control the COVID pandemic. And there is no better symbol of distrust than an expression of intent to join the majority so I could be more proactive in providing urgently needed legislation and congressional oversight on the instance that the majority leader and this team speaker favorably acts on this prayer, may I say, ako po ngayon ay sasama sa majority. Well, House Speaker Alan, uh, Lord Alan Velasco, meanwhile, says his deputy speakership offer to his former rival, Alan Peter Cayetano, still stands. Velasco adds Cayetano can also choose a committee chairmanship, but clarifies he's not yet making any major changes in committee chairmanships or deputy speakerships as he wants unity and harmony within the members. During the recess, we'll still uh, check the committee memberships because sometimes we see na merong uh, parang mas maraming na kukuhang uh, uh, positions na medyo hindi naman fair sa iba. So we'll just see kung meron namang unfair na mga appointments dun sa mga ibang committees. Pero pag wala naman, then I'll just remain the same. Velasco, however, has already replaced Cayetano's allies in key positions within the first week of his leadership. Among them, one Pac-Man partilist representative, Mikey Romero, who was re-elected deputy speaker, replacing El Rey Villafuerte. Presidential son and Davao City representative, Paulo Duterte, also replaced Cayetano ally and Cavite 8th District representative, Abraham Bambol Tolentino, as chair of the House Committee on Accounts.
The National Task Force Against COVID-19 is set to tackle today the guidelines on the travel across areas with the same or different quarantine classifications. The task force this week allowed travel between areas under general community quarantine and modified general community quarantine in a bid to boost the local economy. It also relaxed age-based restrictions, allowing persons aged 15 to 20 and 61 to 65 to leave their homes. Yung sa travel passport tulad ng sinabi ko, ngayong araw ho, isasapin na lahat ng guidelines. Pero ang lumalabas po dun sa huling resolution sa hapon ay yung magkakaibang mga quarantine classification, ang tawag po doon ay interzonal. Mm -hmm. Ang susundin pong patakaran ay yung localized ordinances. Aside from local travel, non-essential trips abroad have also been permitted. As long as there are confirmed round-trip tickets, travel and health insurance, as well as negative antigen test results 24 hours before the date of travel. The easing of travel restrictions comes even as COVID-19 infections in the Philippines top 351,000. Of that number, more than 50,000 are considered active cases. Chinese pharmaceutical firm Sinopharm has backed out of initial plans to hold clinical trials for its COVID-19 vaccine in the Philippines. Science and Technology Secretary Fortunato de la Peña says the company told Philippine officials that it is now focusing on its supply rather than holding more clinical trials. Sinopharm is among the 10 vaccine frontliners or frontrunners already on phase three of trials where testing is done to check the safety and efficacy of the vaccines on a larger population. Another Chinese vaccine developer, Sinovac, meanwhile, awaits clearance from the Philippine Ethics Research Board to hold its own clinical trial in the country. Solidarity trials led by the World Health Organization is also expected to start here by the end of the month. Clinical trials in the Philippines uh, for the WHO solidarity trials have already been uh, identified. Uh, these are uh, this is going to be led by the uh, Philippine General Hospital. They will be the lead implementer, and uh, there are 11 other hospitals uh, that have been identified, uh, including Manila Doctors and Lazaro Hospital, Lung Center of the Philippines, uh, Saint Luke's Quezon City. RITM, Party Medical, the Medical City, St. Luke's Medical in BGC, the Vicente Soto Memorial Medical Center in collaboration with Chonghua in Cebu, and uh, De La Salle Health Sciences in Dasmarinas, Cavite, plus the Southern Philippines Medical Center in uh, Dabao. They have a uh, screening process, a uh, protocol, uh, a criteria to be uh, followed. Uh, uh, initially, that will be on the basis of AIDS, then... Uh, uh, they will also consider the, uh, the, the health, health condition of the uh, patient. Uh, all those who have already uh, been infected by COVID-19 are automatically excluded. I see. And the, and the volunteers should come from uh, barangays where uh, uh, there, are, there are high incidence of uh, cases. 
The World Health Organization vows to monitor closely the effects of monoclonal antibodies and other antiviral drugs in its trial of potential COVID-19 treatments. This after finding out some drugs had no impact on survival rates. The urgency to develop treatments and vaccines against COVID-19 comes as global infections soar to nearly 40 million. Of that figure, over 1.1 million people have died and 27 million others have recovered. Interim results from the trial now show that the other two drugs in the trial, remdesivir and interferon, have little or no effect in preventing death from COVID-19 or reducing time in hospital. The Solidarity Trial is still recruiting about 2,000 patients every month and will assess other treatments, including monoclonal antibodies and new antivirals. For the moment, the corticosteroid dexamethasone is still the only therapeutic shown to be effective against COVID-19. A city in the Philippine province of Isabela placed under total lockdown as coronavirus cases in the area surge. Tighter measures in Ilagan took effect on Friday just as it logged 39 new COVID-19 cases, its highest daily tally so far. Contact tracing efforts have been intensified to make sure the number of infections will not further swell. Ilagan Mayor Jay Diaz attributes the rising COVID-19 cases in the city to numerous violations of health protocols like non-compliance to quarantine orders. Province-wide, Isabella has a total of more than 300 active cases. In other news, the dysfunction in PhilHealth led to losses worth over 153 billion pesos in a period of five years. That's according to the Presidential Anti-Corruption Commission, which cited failed policies, fraud and other anomalies at the state health insurer. In a virtual press briefing Friday, PACC Commissioner Greco Bellica said corruption in PhilHealth is rooted in its highly fragmented information technology system and prehistoric accounting system, which make the monitoring of funds difficult. PACC has been assisting President Duterte's task force PhilHealth in investigating the agency. PACC Chairperson Dante Menez says they will continue their probe on PhilHealth and its overseer, the Health Department, with the help of the Anti-Money Laundering Council. Turning now to the U.S. presidential race, rivals U.S. President Donald Trump and Joe Biden returned to the campaign trail Friday after holding competing town hall events. Trump sought to boost his standing in the battleground state of Florida by reaching out to seniors. He also expressed some empathy for those who have lost family members to COVID-19. My heart breaks for every grieving family that has lost a precious loved one. I feel their anguish and I mourn their loss. I feel their pain. I know that the terrible pain that they have gone through and you lose someone and there's nothing to describe what you have to bear. There's nothing to describe it. Biden, meanwhile, again blasted Trump's response to the coronavirus pandemic in a tour of the swing state of Michigan. Keeps telling us that this virus 
is going to disappear like America. He said, I think last night in his town hall, I didn't have the pleasure of hearing it. I was doing one myself. He said, we have turned the corner. As my grandfather Finnegan might say, we were here, he said, he's gone around the bend. Turn the corner. My Lord, it's not disappearing. In fact, it's on the rise again. It's getting worse, as predicted. The U.S. election is just, le just less than three weeks away, and over 23 million people have already taken advantage of early voting. Trump is still trailing Biden in several respected national polls. And that's Dateline Philippines Weekend. I'm Rain Musni. Thank you so much for joining us, and keep it here on AMC.